Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Is It Just Me? <laughs> Hello. Take two. Welcome back. <laughs> we're, we're redoing all of our intros at the moment. It's quite Yeah, what we do, do it every time. So, shall I kick us off? Kick us off. Let's go. So, I've got an Is It Just Me that was submitted via DM. Um, Hi, Alex. I obviously love the podcast and would, thank you, and would love to submit an Is It Just Me. Is it just me who always thinks the grass is greener in relationships? I'm in a healthy, loving relationship, but I can't help but feel like I am missing out on something. I miss that feeling of getting to know someone and when you can't keep your hands off each other. I compare my relationship to everyone else's and it just brings me down. Is it just me or is it because humans aren't supposed to be monogamous? And is there anything that I can do about it? I think it's quite normal for people to do this I in think relationship. This is so normal. I think this is a very human thing. Yeah, what's that expression? You know, I love an expression. The grass is greener where you water it. And I think, like, that's yeah. definitely the case in relationships. And sometimes it's really easy to sit kind of, like, complacently next to your, like, farting other half and just be like, oh, God. I bet, like, Leonardo DiCaprio is having great sex right now. But then also, <laughs> like, there's so much of the other stuff that you don't think about that it's just hell. You know, if if you talk to so many of your single friends, they probably look at your relationship at times and think, God, I wish I had what you had. I wish I had the security. I wish I had the love that you have. And I wish I had somebody to cook dinner with everybody and every night and something to share all the time. And, and I think everybody looks at everybody else and, and compares. But actually everybody's got their shit because sometimes single people will be like oh I just yeah. you know I wish I didn't have this and I wish I didn't have this and yeah okay that guy was great to know but that guy was a fucking nightmare or like you know I don't yeah. know so but I do think it's normal I don't think it's just you at all it is normal but I think yeah the grass is always greener where you water it love that and also like the grass on the front yard might be greener but what's it like in the backyard fucking Alex Light, that was a sensational question. I think we should put it on a fridge magnet. Also, what's it like in the house? What does it look like in the house? You know, what does the interior look like? Is it shitty? Yeah. Is it just a front? You know, is, is the green grass on the outside just a front for everyone to see? You just don't know what goes on behind closed also, doors. Also, is it just what you want to see? Because sometimes you look at things and you're like... Exactly. You you look at it through your lens. Where, and, and it's really easy if, if you... 
if your lens is showing your life like honestly I could walk into my kitchen right now and you know in the summer when it's all a bit hot and you leave the door open or the window open to let the air in but that also lets the flies in and then we haven't quite finished washing up from last night because you know life so the kitchen kind of smells of like last night's dinner and there are just like flies all around and it's just like ugh. and if honestly I could like if I were that way inclined just look over my neighbour's wall and be like god I bet their life's so much better look how tidy their kitchen is or you can go on Instagram and yeah. just be like oh god I bet her husband cleans up all the time or like I bet they they have this and they have this and whatever and it's really easy to just compare and whatever to your reality in, in a second but if you look at your life as a whole and you step back and it's like oh my god I've got the best because the reality is like when people look at I don't know somebody else and think oh maybe I should just go and be single and get to know someone I'm like okay cool but also do you want to like move out your house do you want to basically just like pull the plug on your entire life is that is that one night stand or like that one guy that you kind of fancy that you think might be fun to get to know is it worth literally uh, and visualize yourself like packing all your shit into boxes and right. and saying to your partner it's been real but I'm going to go get to know this guy that I've never met and I don't know the name of. And, the and you know what? That might, that might be what some people want to do. And that might be well, what yeah. some people enjoy is, is not staying in long-term relationships. and sort Well, of... that's perfect. If it excites you. Yeah. But you have to realise that the grass isn't always greener and you're, you're, you're likely to end up in the same situation somewhere else with someone else further down the line with this with this other person with this new person you know so exactly it's just yeah. same situation different person if the image of you packing up your stuff and moving out of that house and saying to your boyfriend okay i'm leaving you fills you with excitement then you've got to go but if it makes you think oh god no god that would be awful because then who would i finish Grey's anatomy with and he'd be so upset and i don't want that then then you know that yeah fine you've got a a pretty like probably healthy crush on somebody else but you're not going to do anything about it but if it makes you feel like you want to go then that is your sign that it might not just be a crush and maybe you you want to go but it's nothing to do with the grass the grass is greener is bullshit the grass isn't greener that that you might just have rose tinted or green tinted glasses on do you know what I'd like to suggest something, and I can't quite believe these words are about to come out of my mouth because it's so not like me, but gratitude journaling. I was always just like, oh my God, it's just, if I thought it was like way too woo-woo for me. And you know what I'm like, but I believe in it so strongly and it's proven to have this amazing effect on our mindset. And so if you can, if you can like make a list of all the things that you're grateful for in your relationship... And it might offer you then a different perspective on the situation rather than focusing on the on the things that you don't have or that you perceive that other people have. You can then focus on the things that you do have and the things that make you happy about your relationship. So I don't know, just a suggestion. You don't have yeah, to Yeah, and it. you can also, like, if you look at that and you're like, you look at your list and you're like, okay, well, I really like this and this and this, but I really wish we dated more, like, or I wish we did more stuff together I wish whatever then go about making that change like communicate right. with your partner or take the initiative and do it yourself right exactly I honestly I think we were set up for such a fucking disappointment watching like Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty and Snow White because it finishes with the fucking kiss all these films are like and happy ever after and it doesn't show like yeah. Prince Charming's like stinky little trotters on the coffee table and like and he's never done <laughs> like the washing up in like a day and, and I don't know he just goes and like plays golf with his mates all of Sunday every Sunday like yeah. they never show that shit they only show like 
the kids and that's when so that's where we kind of that's where the excitement is for women and we haven't been taught to romanticize the happy ever after reality which is irritating yeah we only get the initial passion which inevitably has to wear off it just has to but it waxes and wanes it It does wax and wane and and also imagine if that intense the intensity that you feel at the very beginning of meeting someone imagine if that lasted no one would ever get anything done and And the games that you'd have to play imagine like texting out imagine texting Dave being like hey babe can you like pick up some like mayonnaise from the shop and then he waits three days to reply because that's what you have to do when you're in the, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in the beginning of dating someone. You'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> don't want to exactly. be too keen. <laughs> like he comes home for dinner and you say, like, don't talk to him. <laughs> like comes home from work. It's like, I'm just playing a little bit hard to get tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. But yeah, the grass is always greener syndrome is very much, I think, I believe a part of a human a part of the human condition and it's normal but you can I guess control your reaction to it if you want to. Okay I've got something to read out for you uh it is in relation to the belly button kink chat of last Thursday. Hi Em, Al, Daisy and Amy. Obviously love the podcast. I was just wanting to talk about the belly button kink question you had and maybe add my experience to this for the listener who asked that. I had an ex who had a really big kink that he introduced me to. I was pretty open-minded about it and we incorporated it into our sex life pretty much from the beginning as he was very upfront about it. He also asked me what I'm into and we'd try things. We broke up and then I got with my new boyfriend and I brought this kink up to him as I kind of thought it was part of mine now. I can't lie, it was kind of awkward. We tried it and he wasn't into it. We've been together for two years now and it hasn't been brought up since but there's been plenty of other new stuff we've tried and liked that have suited my current relationship better. I don't know what this listener's feelings are about this but my advice would be to make sure that this isn't something that was actually just something between you and your ex that you're carrying forwards into new relationships. If it's really something you can't imagine not doing then bring it up straight away. Brace yourself that it might go badly and be prepared to move on if they will not do it. I hope you don't mind me sending this but I thought it could be interesting to talk about. That is the answer I wish we had given yeah. <laughs> when we were asked this question. I feel like I fully fluffed that answer because I was just like, I honestly just don't, I haven't thought about this. I just don't know. That is a very, very, very good response. Perfect. Yeah, I think I'm not even going to butcher it. We're going to butcher it again. We're just going to leave that as it is. Yeah, just going to leave it. I hope that's helpful for anybody who has a kink from an old relationship that might want to take into a new relationship. Yeah, let's pre- let's preserve her her intellect. Yeah. Um, I have an embarrassing story. I went to Wagamama with my friend for my birthday. Unfortunately, there's no um, there's no foreplay here. There's no love the podcast. Hi, da da da. That's okay. I we move on. Um, I went to Wagamama <laughs> with my. It's it's forgiven but not forgotten i went to wagamama with my friend for my birthday i had the firecracker chicken don't know what that is but it sounds spicy lunch was absolutely banging went about my day as normal then went to a friend's house for a birthday drink on the way home on my way home it takes all of 60 seconds to walk home i started to get a bubbly belly i walked faster as i knew shit quite literally was going to go south pretty quickly got to my front door put my key in the door and just shat myself on my doorstep now having firecracker chicken did not help the situation because it was, in capitals, spicy. I had leggings on and it was like a scene from a horror movie. It all just flew out of the top of my leggings. Out the top! Like a baby whose nappy had overflown. 
Out I the had top? The top. I had no choice but to just waddle down my hallway, get into the shower fully clothed and just try to shower off my sins. I had to throw my clothes away. Good. And it took 15 minutes to get myself clean. I was 32. R.I.P. me. And she's put as, a, as an add-on. It was not just a normal poo. It was p- like pure chili diarrhea. <laughs> Out the top? Out the On top? her birthday? On her doorstep? Oh, it's so it, it was sad the out of the so top of the close. leggings. I just don't understand that. I don't understand it. It must have been explosive. It must have been like Vesuvius. That's a long... That is quite difficult to make. Like an eruption. Like a... It, it rise all the way to the top of your... And out of your leggings. Leggings, which are famously quite tight things. Huh. Well, there you go. Oh, That's gr- disgusting. Like a physi- you poor thing. Gravitate... Gravital- standpoint i'm confused and i'm sad (laughs) and i'm a little overwhelmed and i'm sorry for you a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I know I'm going to sound like I'm the one with the belly button fetish. Yeah, you are at this point. But I have another entry. (laughs) Hi, hi, hi. Love the podcast. I was weirdly excited to hear the belly button chat this week. No, I don't have a belly button fetish or any advice for the kink person. However, I have an is it just me regarding belly buttons, which I've been thinking about recently. Hence the excitement. Is it just me (laughs) that likes to deep clean their belly button? I'm talking get in there with a torch and some tweezers. Uh, and have a good yeah. around in there. <laughs> this all started a year ago when I had my belly button pierced. Then I took the belly button piercing out to change it, only to realise there was a bunch of stuff built up behind the belly bar. This fascinated me and I always found this so satisfying to get in all the little folds and clean it out. Then when I was pregnant, my belly button popped out a little bit, which made cleaning it so much easier. Anyway... Em, I really hope you gave your belly button a deep clear after years of a piercing, and if you didn't, then get in there, girl. I should say that belly buttons really are sensitive, so maybe don't go in too hard, and probably best to ensure hands are clean, etc, etc. Sorry for the amount of times I've said belly button. Love you all. I have so much to say. I have so much to say. Right. I get it. I want to say it from the off. I don't know what it is about boys, but they accumulate belly button, belly button, belly button fluff. Oh my god, don't they? Yeah. Every time, even if he's worn a white t-shirt, yes. has a belly button full of navy blue fluff. And I have oh my no god. idea where it comes from. Same, same. Every night, Dave takes his t-shirt off and he's like, look. And I'm like, go away, that is disgusting. I don't like no, it. I fish Alex's out. I fucking Ugh. love it. It's a passion project of mine. I thoroughly enjoy it. Oh my god, maybe I have a belly button kink. For some <laughs> reason, the belly button goes through me. I don't know. I think it's because it's a crevice. I don't know. Do you, okay, right. It's right. 
Oh, okay, I've got, I've, I'm gonna have a look at my belly button. But before I do that, can I just say, Daisy edited out my story from last week about my, my belly button piercing, about, about the story of me getting my belly button pierced. How sad. So I don't oh think... God, that is sad. Yeah, that is sad. Guys, I'm going to tell you now. I don't know why Daisy doesn't want you to hear this. Maybe she feels sad for me that I had a wonky belly button piercing for nine years. But um, I went to go and get my belly button pierced when I was 19 and I got it done. For any of our Irish listeners, I went to George's Arcade and went to the infamous uh, piercing place. And um, I was really drunk, lol. And I got my belly button pierced. Anyway, and, every, and, and, and because I was really drunk and I'm guessing that the guy that did the piercing was also a bit drunk because the piercing was so wonky. And every time anyone looked at my belly button, for like the following nine years they were like huh you know it's wonky I was like yes thank you I know anyway <laughs> I'm gonna look at my belly button what have you got in yours have a look my boobs are so I can't see into mine because of my boobs I think oh, I ain't got anything in mine either oh what it's completely empty I mean I had a shower about an hour ago but still yeah I don't understand what she's got in it's there. a very nice colour in there because my my skin my tan is like quite nice and brown but it's a very like it's actually very pretty in there. It's a sort of like it looks like a it looks like a piece of ham, like a sort of like a piece of like a piece of ham in there, like that kind of pink, you know, the kind of pink of with a, like a like a white ombre, like the sort of pale pink to white, you know. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. Do you think I've just got a small <laughs> your face? What's your mistake? No, no, no. I've made a huge mistake. I've just Google. Oh no, no, no. This is this is gonna haunt me. I made a huge mistake. What have you done? I'll Google it too. What have you done? What have you done? What have you I done? I Googled stuffing belly button. Uh, don't Stuff. do it. It's disgusting. Stuff in. Uh, I'm jumping in. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Stuffing belly button. Images. Oh my God. This is so disgusting. Uh, oh God. Also, what's the image? Two, four, five along. No, that's oh. Also, no. when I when I went to type in stuff with belly button, the first thing that comes up is uh, <laughs> stuff in belly button smells. Stuff in belly button smells like poo. Interesting. Uh, oh my god, this is so gross. Okay. Yeah, so mine's pretty clean. Yeah, I wonder if I, I did accumulate things behind my piercing. I need to stop looking at that, or I'm going to be sick on my microphone. It's um, so gross. Yeah, it's pretty gribbly. I I don't know if I maybe did accumulate things behind the belly button, but because I don't clean my belly button like thoroughly, you know, I don't I don't sort of seek it out to clean it. Do you? So I I feel like I do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Think, like, I exactly. Sort of rub, rub, rub on my tummy because I use the lots of time shower oil, which is so good, and I yeah. all over my body, so I go like that. But I don't go in. No, I I think I do sometimes, but like most, but I, I feel like just because of what you're doing and you're rubbing body wash and and, it, and it's like a hole isn't it so like it gets washed anyway when the, yeah well the i think water, water, water down. falls into mine and then falls out again and sometimes i look and it looks like a fun little water feature because i think it gets like a little like a little water side it goes oh, that's fun. and loads comes out of there yeah i'll take a video well, actually fun. i won't because my vagina will be in it but i'll send it to <laughs> yeah. you but it's like a fun little fun but why do boys that's always fun. have the, the blue fluff even when they I don't know white? i don't that's know hang on i'm gonna google why? it I know! Well, I don't know. I just found out why. Navel fluff. That's what the BBC have called in it. They've written a whole article on it. Stomach hair is responsible for producing belly button lint. That's why, because they've got stomach hair. 
The scaly structure of hair makes cotton. They're like cotton farmers. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Why are we fucking importing it from all over the world? Or we can just be using the men. We could right? be making full outfits out of their belly button fluff. We could be. Why do we have to shear sheep? We could just use them. The scaly structure of hair firstly enhances the abrasion of minuscule fibres from the shirt, and secondly directs the lint into one direction, the navel, where it accumulates. That makes so much sense because I was like, I have never ever had fluff on my belly button, and yet Dave every single day has like. Uh, a, f- a full cotton ball, ball, ball in there so there I'm you go I'm actually staggered I'm reading a BBC article about it and it's huge like somebody has gone to journalism school spent so much of their life training to become a BBC <laughs> journalist they'll be so proud of their career and then they've got an article about the curious truth about belly button fluff <laughs> well you know what I'm happy. And you know what? Sometimes this girl likes cleaning out her belly button with her tweezers and stuff. I'm like, it is the simple pleasures in life. I love cleaning out Alex's. If I had stuff in my own, I would enjoy cleaning out them. Like, I, I'm, a sque- I'm, a, I'm a spot squeezer. Like, I enjoy that. I am I actively, such a spot squeezer. Yeah, so I, I feel like oh. it's just... It's kind of of that ilk, so each to their own. And if you've got something yeah. that, get, like, that you enjoy in your own body, how useful. You're not going to turn to hard drugs or go out looking for a life of adventure if you've got that inbuilt entertainment. How fab. Exactly. I am such a spot squeezer. Such a spot squeezer. That should be my, is it just me actually, is that I cannot leave Dave's face alone or his body. Like, I'm constantly searching him. Alex won't let me touch his face. Sucks to be you. He lets me do his back though because he can't reach it. And then sometimes he's like, no. And I'm like, right, do you want to be the guy with the spotty back? And then he's like, okay, exactly. Fine. I'm like, thank you. What I say <laughs> is, I am doing you a massive favor. So you actually should be thanking me rather than saying, oh no, not again. Please leave me alone. Because I am making sure that you have clean skin. Because who wants to go out with a blackhead on your back <laughs> where no one no. can see? <laughs> <laughs> well no because I'll go swimming but I'm like mama monkey when we go on holiday like family holidays like all the boys will line up and I'm just oh I just love it so much Joy. but the thing is I can only do it to myself and Dave I can't do it to anyone else don't know why but I watch um I watch uh, spot popping videos to get me to sleep to get you to sleep it relaxes me honestly it is like a, a wonderful soothing experience for me and I if know it's I disgusting but I love it. met you now I don't think we'd be friends. I think that feeling is fairly mutual. <laughs> 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 no just kidding. Would you um, squeeze a spot for me if I have one on my back? Yeah you, you feel quite clean so yeah I think I, I think I would. I am very It depends on, on the backs. person. It depends on the yeah, person. I, I don't know. I know what you mean. Um, but I love watching it. Oh. I used to have like a sort of, um, this is really gross. I actually still have it. It's like a tiny little like, oh, this is so gross. Do you want to know this? Do you want to know this? Yeah, really I really do. Okay. So I've got this kind of like, I think it's like a little cyst on the back of my neck. Well, kind of on the back of my okay. shoulder. It's like, like here. It's very small. Yeah. Oh, I love it's all that. Right. Oh, yeah. And very occasionally, it's not all the time. Most of the time it's just under the skin. But sometimes if you give it a squeeze... Yeah. A little bit of shit comes out. Oh my God. You should like, oh my God. If I were you, I'd be like rubbing it with butter. Is that what would happen? No, I don't, no. I don't know. It's but been like, like 10 years. It into a massive thing. And then when you no, pop it, God, what? glorious. No, Ugh, no. <laughs> God, no. Why would you do that? It's fine. It's fine. It's just been there for 10 years. And then very occasionally, like, you know, when you just, I don't know, body check. Like right now it's nothing. Like right now it's like, it's tiny. Oh. It's like the size of like sort of, 
like half a pea but then sometimes it grows yeah. a bit and when it's a bit Ooh. bigger I can just sort of go like oh and then it just sort of comes out and then I'm like okay, will done. you let me know when it's next can I do it when it's next ready you can oh my yeah. god or we can film it I, d- I think it's been a few years since it's been ready but if it comes okay. if it's back you'll okay. get you'll, you'll get the call Oh. you'll get the call up Alex won't go anywhere near it oh. so. sometimes Dave has, has these beautiful ones and I'm like I wish I could record it but I can't because I need torch with Both one hands. hand and, and yeah, yeah. Oh, just what I really need is a little pair of goggles and a little <laughs> with a little light on on the end so I don't have to hold my phone with the torch and also like Google goggles so they record it as well so I can relive the moment just fucking love it anyway <laughs> fucking great Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have something to leave. Ladies and gentlemen, all right, ladies, there's no, there's no gentlemen. There's no uh, We've got something to leave you with. Uh, this was sent into the email box. Email box. This was sent into us via email. We got it on Wednesday. The subject line, I'm having a real time awkward. Hi, ladies. First things first, I love the podcast. I didn't know I needed it until you did it, and now it's here, and it's a staple part of my weekly routine, so thank you, smiley Aww. face. More importantly, I am currently in the middle of my biggest awkward maybe ever. A bit of background, I'm currently in Baltimore, USA for the day as I work as cabin crew. Never been here before. There's not all that much to do. And before you ask, yes, I have spent all day singing Good Morning Baltimore. So I'm sitting on a bench, literally right now, this is real time, around the harbour. It's 33 degrees here, so I chose a wooden bench to sit on and read my book rather than the metal ones because I actually quite like having skin with nerve endings rather than full fitness burns on the back of my legs. Turns out this was a fucking rookie move. I've sweated so badly because it's 33 degrees. I have thighs and I've also worn the most non-breathable fabric ever. There is now a sweat imprint of the back of my legs on this bench and there is no way I can move and people won't think I've wet myself on this bench. I will attach a picture just so you can understand the full gravity of what I'm dealing oh my with God. right here. I fully appreciate this is a podcast, but I also need someone to appreciate how fucking dark and deep this sweat goes into the bench. The dark bit is sweat, not shadow. Now, Al, before I carry on, I'm going to show this to you. Okay. It's 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 bad. <gasps> Wow. Oh my god. It's like a very, very pale blonde wood as well. That is very a pale lot. blonde wood. <laughs> so the problem I'm facing now is this. I have oh to sit no. here and either subtly work out a way of airing it out whilst not leaving more imprints as I do so and remain oh looking no. like a normal human being so the family sitting on the grass behind me don't feel like they need to call 911. Or wait until no one is around and run. I'm choosing not to think about the chub rub this option will undoubtedly result in. To complicate this matter, two ladies on my crew know I am here and said they might come and collect me once they finish at the shops to go for lunch together. I can't have anyone actually knowing what a sweaty mess I am or thinking I've pissed myself abroad. Well, this is an essay. Thank you for joining me on my real-time awkward. I'm not going to ask myself too many questions about why the first thing I wanted to do when this happened was tell you guys. Congrats if you got to the end of it. Keep doing what you're doing. How did this end? How did it end? We need an update. We, we need an update. We need an also, update. If she doesn't mind, I think we should share that photo on the on the Instagram so that everyone can see it. I'm going to reply and ask for can this we have information. An update? How did it end? And please, can we have an update? If we get an update, we'll put it on the pod, um, on the Instagram along with this image yeah. so that you guys aren't oh, left in suspense my God. for as long as we are. It's a lot worse than I was thinking because I was thinking I, I was thinking of like a dark mahogany, but it's it's a very it's, it's like an ashy blonde wood. Oh, babe, what oh, you poor thing. 
why is being human so horrible okay right well thank you very much for all of our Thursday listeners we will be back on Monday with a great episode and we can't wait to see you there well we'll see you all on Monday thank you for listening should I delete that as part of the ACAST creator network bye imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.